chapters 13 through 16 of the first epistle of paul to the corinthians from the new testament translated by abner neeland this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by mark penfold chapter 13 if i speak in the languages of men and of angels but have not love i become like sounding brass or a noisy cymbal and if i have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge and if i have all faith so as to remove mountains and have not love i am nothing and if i bestow all my goods to feed the poor and if i give my body to be burned and have not love it profiteth me nothing love is long-suffering and is kind love envieth not love is not vain is not puffed up doth not behave itself unbecomingly seeketh not its own is not highly provoked deviseth not evil rejoiceth not in iniquity but rejoiceth together with the truth covereth all things believeth all things hopeth all things endureth all things love never faileth but whether there be prophecies they shall be done away whether there be languages they shall cease whether there be knowledge it shall be done away for we know in part and we prophesy in part but when that which is perfect cometh then that which is in part will be done away when i was a child i spake as a child i thought as a child i reasoned as a child but when i became a man i put away childish things for now we see as through a dim glass obscurely but then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. And now remaineth faith, hope, love. These three, but the greatest of these is love. Chapter 14 Pursue love, and earnestly desire spiritual gifts, but rather that ye may prophesy for he who speaketh in a foreign language speaketh not to men but to god for none understandeth him however in his spirit he speaketh mysteries but he who prophesieth speaketh to men edification and exhortation and consolation he who speaketh in a foreign language edifieth himself but he who prophesieth edifieth the church now i would that ye all spake in foreign languages but rather that ye prophesied for greater is he who prophesieth than he who speaketh with tongues unless he interpret that the church may receive edification and now brethren if i come to you speaking in foreign languages what shall i profit you unless i shall speak to you either in a revelation or in knowledge or in prophesying or in doctrine in like manner if things without life which give sound whether pipe or harp give no distinction in the sounds how shall it be known what is piped or harped for if the trumpet give an uncertain sound, who shall prepare himself to battle? So likewise, unless ye utter by the tongue words which can be understood, how shall it be known what is spoken? For ye will speak to the air. There are, I know, not how many kinds of languages in the world, and no one of them is without signification. If, therefore, I know not the meaning of the language, I would be a barbarian to him who speaketh, and he who speaketh would be a barbarian to me. So likewise, since ye are zealous of spiritual gifts, 
seek that ye may abound in them to the edification of the church wherefore let him who speaketh in an unknown language pray that he may interpret for if i pray in an unknown language my spirit prayeth but my meaning is unprofitable what is it then i will pray with the spirit and i will pray with the understanding also i will sing with the spirit and i will sing with the understanding also otherwise when thou shalt bless god with thy spirit how shall the unlearned hearer say amen to thy thanksgiving since he knoweth not what thou sayest for thou indeed givest thanks well but the other is not edified i give thanks to god speaking in foreign languages more than ye all yet i would rather speak in the church five words with meaning that by my voice i might instruct others also than ten thousand words in an unknown language brethren be not children in understanding yet in wickedness be infants but in understanding be perfect men it is written in the law with men of other languages and with other lips i will speak to this people yet neither then will they hearken to me saith the lord wherefore different languages are for a sign not to those who believe but to unbelievers but prophesying is for a sign not to unbelievers but to those who believe if therefore the whole church come together into one place and all speak in foreign languages and those who are unlearned or unbelievers come in will they not say that ye are mad but if all prophesy and an unbeliever or one unlearned come in he is reproved by all he is examined by all the secrets of his heart are made manifest and then he will fall down on his face and worship god declaring that god is really in you how is it then brethren when ye come together hath each of you a psalm hath he a doctrine hath he a foreign language hath he a revelation hath he an interpretation let all things be done to edification now if any one speak in an unknown language let it be by two or at the most by three sentences and separately and let one interpret but if there be no interpreter let such keep silence in the church and let him speak to himself and to god and let two or three prophets speak and let the others discern but if anything be revealed to another who sitteth by let the first keep silence for ye may all prophesy one by one that all may learn and all may be exhorted now the spirits of the prophets are subject to the prophets for god is not the author of disorder but of peace as in all churches of the saints let your women keep silence in the churches for they are not permitted to speak but are commanded to be under obedience as the law also saith and if they desire to learn anything let them ask their husbands at home for it is unbecoming that women should speak in the church what did the word of god come forth from you or hath it reached to you only if any one seem to be a prophet or spiritual let him acknowledge the things i write to you for they are the commandments of the lord but if any one be ignorant let him be ignorant wherefore brethren earnestly desire to prophesy and yet forbid not to speak in different languages but let all things be done decently and in order chapter fifteen now i declare to you brethren the gospel which i preached to you which also ye have received and in which ye stand 
through which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what doctrine I preached to you, unless ye have believed rashly. For I delivered to you among the first things that which I actually received, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he was raised the third day according to the Scriptures, and that he was seen by Peter, then by the twelve. After that he was seen by above five hundred brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain until now, but some are fallen asleep. After that he was seen by James, then by all the apostles. And last of all, he was seen by me also, as by one born out of due time. For I am the least of the apostles, who am not worthy to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the favor of God I am what I am, and his favor which was bestowed on me was not in vain. For I have labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the favor of God which was with me. Whether therefore it be I or they, so we preach, and so ye have believed. Now if Christ be preached, that he was raised from the dead, how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then Christ hath not been raised, and if Christ be not raised, then our preaching is certainly vain, and your faith also is vain. Yea, we are found also false witnesses of God, because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ, whom he raised not up if the dead rise not. For if the dead rise not, then Christ hath not been raised, and if Christ be not raised, your faith is vain, ye are still in your sins. Then those also who are fallen asleep in Christ have perished. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. But indeed Christ hath been raised from the dead, and is thereby become the first fruits of those who sleep. For since through man came death, so through man the resurrection of the dead. For like as in Adam all die, so also in Christ all are to be made alive. But every one in his own order. Christ the firstfruits, afterwards those who are Christ's at his coming. Then will be the end, when Christ shall have delivered up the kingdom to God, even the Father, when he shall have put down all rule and all authority and power. For he must reign till he shall have put all enemies under his feet. The last enemy shall be destroyed, even death, for he hath subjected all things under his feet. But when it is said, All things are subjected, it is manifest that he is accepted who subjected all things to him. And when all things shall be subjected to him, then the Son himself also will be subjected to him who subjected all things to him, that God may be all in all. Otherwise, what shall they do who are baptized in place of the dead, if the dead rise not at all? Why then are they baptized in their place? And why stand we also in danger every hour? I protest by my boasting concerning you, which I have on account of Christ Jesus our Lord. I die daily. If, to speak according to the manner of men, I have fought with wild beasts at Ephesus, what doth it profit me? If the dead rise not, let us eat and drink, for to-morrow we die. Be not deceived. Evil conversations corrupt good manners. 
awake to righteousness and sin not for some have not the knowledge of god i speak this to your shame but some one will say how are the dead raised up and with what body do they come <sighs> thou simpleton that which thou sowest is not made alive unless it die and as to that which thou sowest thou sowest not the body which will be but mere grain perhaps of wheat or of some other grain but god giveth it a body as it hath pleased him and to every seed its own body all flesh is not the same flesh but there is one flesh of men and another flesh of beasts and another of fishes and another of birds there are also heavenly bodies and earthly bodies but the glory of the heavenly is one and the glory of the earthly is another there is one glory of the sun and another glory of the moon and another glory of the stars for one star differeth from another star in glory so also is the resurrection of the dead the body is sown in corruption it is raised in incorruption it is sown in dishonor it is raised in glory it is sown in weakness it is raised in power it is sown an animal body it is raised a spiritual body there is an animal body and there is a spiritual body and so it is written the first man adam became a living animal but the last adam is a life-giving spirit however that was not first which is spiritual but that which is animal and afterward came that which is spiritual the first man was from the ground earthly the second man is the lord from heaven as was the earthly such are they also who are earthly and as is the heavenly such will they also be who are heavenly and as we have borne the image of the earthly we shall also bear the image of the heavenly but this i say brethren that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of god nor doth corruption inherit incorruption behold i show you a mystery we shall not all sleep but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed for this corruptible must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality so when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption and this mortal shall have put on immortality then will come to pass the saying which is written death is swallowed up in victory o death where is thy sting o hades where is thy victory now the sting of death is sin and the strength of sin is the law but thanks be to god who giveth us the victory through our lord jesus christ wherefore my beloved brethren be ye steadfast immovable always abounding the work of the lord knowing that your labor is not in vain in the lord chapter sixteen now concerning the collection for the saints as i have appointed to the churches of galatia so do ye likewise upon the first day of the week let every one of you lay something by him treasuring up according as he prospereth that there be no collections when i come and when i come whomsoever ye shall approve them i will send with letters to take your gift to jerusalem but if it be worthy of my going also they shall go with me 
now i will come to you when i shall pass through macedonia for i mean to pass through macedonia and perhaps i shall remain yea and winter with you that ye may conduct me on my way whithersoever i go for i will not at this time see you on the road only but i hope to remain a while with you if the lord permit but i shall remain in ephesus until pentecost for a great and effectual door is opened to me and i have many adversaries now if timothy come see that he be with you without fear for he worketh the work of the lord as i also do let no one therefore despise him but conduct him on his way in peace that he may come to me for i expect him with the brethren and concerning our brother apollos i greatly entreated him to come to you with the brethren yet he was by no means willing to come now but he will come when he shall have a convenient time watch stand firmly in the faith show yourselves men be strong let all things among you be done in love now i entreat you brethren whereas ye know that the household of stephanus is the first-fruits of achaia and that they have addicted themselves to the service of the saints that ye also submit yourselves to such and to every one who helpeth with me and laboureth i rejoice at the coming of stephanus and fortunatus and achaiacus for what remained to be done on your part they have supplied for they have refreshed my spirit and yours acknowledge therefore such persons the churches of asia salute you aquila and priscilla salute you much in the lord and the church also that assembleth in their house all the brethren salute you salute one another with a holy kiss the salutation by the hand of me paul if any one love not the lord jesus christ let him be separated from you our lord cometh the favor of our lord jesus christ be with you my love be with you all in christ jesus amen the end of the first epistle of paul to the corinthians recording by mark penfold